Dad without a dad production. What about a talk show host? <laughs> talk show host, that's good. I, th I think I'd be good at that. I talk to people all the time. Someone even told me once they thought I'd be a good talk show host. Really? Yeah, a couple of people. <laughs> How do you get that, though? Where do you start? Well, that's where it gets tricky. You can't just walk into a building and say, I want to be a talk show host. I wouldn't think so. Hey, everybody, and welcome to LApreneurs. That is LApreneurs. This is a platform for all entrepreneurs worldwide. My name is Jose de la Roca, and you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Jose de la Roca. Like I say, I created this podcast for you, the entrepreneur, to come by, say hi, you know, tell us how you started, why are you doing what you're doing, and if you need some advice, we're here for you. We're just telling you that if I was able to do it, if all my guests are able to do it, so can you guys. For example, if you want to start a podcast, you could do it. Uh, if you want to be a writer like me, you could do it. Uh, anything that you have a dream or you're passionate about could be your next career, could be your entrepreneur career. So for example, I always tell people that I didn't know I was an entrepreneur until basically a couple of years ago when I realized I'm doing like seven different things and the word entrepreneur came by and then I started thinking about it. I was like, hey, I think I'm an entrepreneur, even though the IRS thinks I have like seven different uh, jobs here. But today uh, we're going to be talking about uh, many, many things that I actually have personal questions because even though I am a podcaster and I've been doing this for 17 years, I actually, I've been missing like help. I need something like somebody to tell me more about maybe maybe like marketing or somebody to tell me, hey, you're doing this wrong on social media, which I'm sure I'm doing so much bad on social media because I really don't like social media. But I, I met these guys in a podcasting group that I just decided to join so I could promote my podcast. And probably right there, I'm doing something wrong. Uh, but they say that they wanted to come by and talk about their business. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to introduce you to Eric and Amber. Uh, thank you very much for stopping by and welcome to LApreneurs. All right. Thanks, Jose. Um, yeah, thank you. So, so, my name's Eric Beals. And um, my name's Amber Beals. And we're the owners of uh, Diff Mix Productions. Uh, basically, we're a podcast management company slash uh, online video course creation company. So basically, we help uh, trainers and coaches um, get their content uh, online, whether it's podcasting or um, or a, an online coaching course. And I got to tell you uh, guys something that we were discussing before this podcast. I'm usually the one that, uh, like, I've been doing another podcast with my good friend in England, and we do everything through Skype, and I'm usually the technical guy, if you want to put it quote-unquote. I've been in the industry for such a long time that I like to have my podcast, I guess, clean and, and neat and stuff like that. And today, I felt like I was not ready. I felt like I was not prepared for <laughs> the amazing technical stuff that you guys are doing and looking. For example, um, I, ha I told him, oh, I'm going to be ready at three. And uh, my son decided to be hungry. So I was a little bit late. And then, of course, I needed to set up everything on my, on my end. And these guys were ready. And then he's like, oh, we could do um, video. And usually when, you, when I do video with somebody else, there are like, uh, are their couch or like they're in their bed. 
uh, I opened my video on Skype and these two guys are like ready. Nice headphones. <laughs> Great uh, setup. The most amazing camera that I've seen. They look wonderful. Uh, I even told them, you have to tell me what camera you're using because I'm going to steal that, that idea. And just to show you how, I guess, pro you guys are, I'm usually the quote-unquote pro, but I don't feel like a pro today. So congrats on that. You guys are ready, have great headphones, great camera. Uh, I felt like I needed to step up today. So, you know, that gives you a good props on what you guys are doing. Well, Jose, I got to say, look, your your setup is uh, fantastic. You don't really need a, a ton of crazy stuff to ha to get um, great content out and just and record real high quality high um, high quality stuff. And so uh, we're using the same microphone you are because it is one of the best microphones out there that pretty much lasts uh, pretty much lasts forever. So uh, unless you you know, throw it off a cliff or something like that. But uh, yeah, I guess in answer to your to your, your question, the camera that, that we use is a uh, Blackmagic Pocket uh, cinema camera, um, the 6K model um, to be exact. Now, the video that you're looking at is not 6K, but uh, essentially when that camera is not in use, we use it as a webcam and it w w works pretty well. It's set up on a on a on a um, little stand, kind of like what Amber has right here, her 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 microphone mount. It just it just hangs right above the uh, above the monitor, and uh, yeah, it wor it works pretty well. You just need a a little uh, a little unit um, that can basically uh, have the computer see the camera as a webcam, and then it it works, and it works works very 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 well. Well, that just tells you how you know, prepare and well informed and all the things that you guys are doing right for your clients, right? I mean, uh, I want to be your client, by the way, because uh, I came <laughs> thinking, okay, I'm going to, uh, you know, just have a normal podcast. And then I see your wonderful camera, wonderful mics, great setup. And I felt like, oh, my God, I think I need their help. So kudos <laughs> on that, because I'm, you know, you guys are doing wonderful things right there, in my opinion, right? Because I'm a technical guy. I'm like one of those uh, guys that likes their podcast to sound great. Uh, I want to have good edit. So, for example, when unfortunately some let's just say somebody is, you know, because I don't want to just most of my <laughs> interviews have been like over the phone or things like that. And for mm -hmm. a technical guy who's been doing this for 17 years, you know, I like to go back and, you know, you know, edit things and, you know, uh, minimize things and, you know, clip the pops and go so it takes me sometimes like uh a 30 minute podcast will take me like one hour of post-production right and then mm -hmm. those little things that people don't see right so now with you guys i feel like i'm just ready to cut the cord and be like put it on 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 anchor and just have the podcast because you, your setup is doing well so congrats on that and mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure your clients are happy with you guys for all the you know good things that you guys are doing right now for example for me i want to be your client <laughs> <laughs> well appreciate that yeah i mean we we um we pride ourselves on really just um being able to free up time that's that's the that's the main thing with you know someone spending a lot of time either editing or processing uh, or someone who has like no experience on that whatsoever doesn't even care to um learned that 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 skill set never opened in any kind of editing software of of any kind uh that that's like our that's our 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 our, our core market either people who are just who know how to do it but they're wanting to free up 
free up time or people who uh, are want to start a podcast don't even really know where to begin uh, don't know how to edit or do any of that stuff uh, th- those people are just as valid too because they might have great content and then they have uh, a lot to talk about uh, but they just don't know how to necessarily um, get it up and uh, a- a- anchors a-, a fantastic starting uh, a st- starting point for sure because it is the anchor is one of the ones that well, one of the few avenues that um, really allows you to uh, really get started on a zero budget um, to on 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 podcasting. So Anchor's d- done a great job at at um, really enabling that uh, that ability for people. Now let me ask you this: since we're uh, let's start with the technical stuff to uh, you know mm-hmm. to see what you think. Because again, I always tell people like even though I've been in the audio industry for. 17 years i started in 2001 i became part of a, a syndicated morning show that it was listened at one point like 45 million listeners we were like the number one show in america and then uh, uh i got like going online then i went to a couple of radio stations and then i worked for another radio station and i was part of a, a, another big syndicated uh show and then I've been doing, I decided to create my, my podcasting studio, which I tell people it's so easy that I could help them out. So, but I usually don't have like somebody like you that I could just like bounce back and simple things like podcasting. And for example, um, I tell people that Anchor FM is the best at the moment for, for beginners and even for me. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, like, um, when I started my podcast about three years ago, I went with SoundCloud. And there were two reasons I went with SoundCloud. One, SoundCloud at that time was the only one who let me have high-resolution pictures for my podcast uh, episodes, the, the, the picture that you put on your episode. And two, was the only place, and I think still to today, uh, that lets you have wave format. So for me, as a technical person, I wanted to have high resolution, resolution pictures on the on the picture of every show, and I wanted to have good high quality uh, uh, audio coming out of my podcast, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So I went with SoundCloud. Now, technology has advanced so much that now Anchor FM FM also lets you do uh, uh, high resolution pictures on the episodes um, uh, pictures. Uh, it doesn't do wave, but it does high resolution MP3s. Mm-hmm. But back in the days, I tried Podbean and it will only allow me to have like really crappy pictures. And I said, no, it only mm-hmm. allowed me to to have like bad audio. And I said, no, the platform was really bad. And also you gotta understand the SoundCloud, it's for like musicians and producers and things like that. So I like that aspect. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's a hundred and fifty dollars a year, right? And now mm-hmm. I'm able to do it with uh, sponsors and stuff like that. But do you think there's other platforms like that, like Anchor, that lets you do simple things that probably nobody else will care or likes? And do you have any recommendation? Because I was, I was actually this podcast that we're doing right now. I was doing it in sound in SoundCloud. But then I quit and came this way because I wanted to save that money. And really, since uh, it's not as big as the other one and the other one, I was going to move it this year. But I've been doing it for so long and it's everywhere like YouTube. It's all the links 
are out there. I don't want to switch that because it's been so integrated in people in England in uh, Germany and Spain. People listen all over the place. My other podcast that I didn't want to have to change that little link. Right. But mm -hmm, with this mm -hmm. one, I had the freedom of coming to Anchor FM and start all over again. So do you think Anchor is a good platform nowadays for everybody? Do you do you think that, uh, you know, SoundCloud, it's a little bit bigger but we'll recommend it for somebody like me and do you have any other recommendations for a podcaster that is uh doing it for me podcast uh, podbean it's really bad for me by the way mm -hmm. but that's just my own opinion my two cents but i think anchor and soundcloud for me are like the top two in high end and low end yeah you know the I think a lot of them they they kind of have their their uh their pros and cons so sound uh sound uh soundcloud because it is like a like a uh originally i guess a music service uh it would it, that, that that makes perfect sense that it would ha allow for um wave uh, uh wave functionality and things like that um i don't uh i haven't i don't ha have a whole lot of experience using uh soundcloud specifically but there's so many of them out there a lot of them have different pros and cons one of the ones that w that we like using the most is actually uh transistor.fm because i think it has the right uh balance of a of some different things so for one uh one thing i've seen like there's buzzsprout there's podbean and um we have a few clients that you that use both of those and um the reason uh, I guess I'll kind of address a, uh, a couple things on some of them. So uh, Buzzsprout does have a lot of uh, features and, and functionality, but I feel like it almost has too much where there's a lot of things you don't necessarily need. And there's a lot of, and it, it can be misleading on what you need where it's, they might, because I think their lowest tier is like $7, $8, something like that. But then there's other things that you might want. For example, they convert all your, your audio on the baseline to a mono audio file. Uh, so if you have like music at the in, uh, at the beginning of your podcast or at the end, that, that sort of thing, and you, and you have, uh, you like the way that music sounds, which is probably a stereo file, uh, that's basically going to get compressed down into a mono file. That's the primary reason I, I'm not a huge fan of Buzzsprout is they, it's a little bit mis, misleading where, where you kind of get, start getting upsold on all these things, you know, start sp spending a lot more. They also have a, a limited amount of how much you can upload. So if you need to upload a new file or something like that, that actually accounts. You get like five hours per month or 10 hours or however much yep, that, you that. that you have on it. So I don't like Buzzsprout for that reason. There's just a lot of things. It's kind of confusing. Um, Podbean, um, is also a bit confusing user interface, but they do uh, they do allow for uh, video on there uh, to upload, and they will uh, and like so on Apple uh, Podcast um, application, you can play video directly from your podcast right on that application. Uh, with that said, you have to be careful with that uh, because. Um, if if a, if a publisher, a streaming publisher, uh, doesn't accept video, sometimes they'll completely block. For example, one of my clients, she wants to get on Spotify and she can't uh, because Spotify, while Spotify is starting to roll out video on their podcasts, uh, it's not. Uh, she hasn't been able to get on that, and so basically, if there's any video, they just block the entire uh, the entire RSS feed. So you 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 so you can't even get on it. So. If you're adding video, I, I, I suggest going just doing YouTube, doing it separately and, and um, 
using it for advertising purposes or another um, another platform that people can watch the uh, podcast on. Now, Transistor, one of the prime, there's a couple reasons I really like Transistor. One, now I I, I don't think I, I'm I'm pretty positive, not 100% on this, but I'm pretty positive if you upload a wave to Transistor, they do convert it to an MP3. So it doesn't have uh, maintaining the wave. Um, quality like SoundCloud uh, does, but they do have a very simple pricing structure. You, you know exactly what you're getting. There's no upsells other than if you want to um, extend how many uh, listeners that you have. Essentially, that's their the way their different tiers um, work. But also, uh, they also allow for multiple uh, podcasts under one account. And now the so if you uh, have multiple podcasts or you want to add on additional podcasts, that's really easy to do. You literally click a button and instantly you have an extra podcast. Now it gets a, 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 that uh, um, the, I think the baseline, I think you get 15,000 listens um, per, uh, per month. Now they don't cap you off at that, but they will like ask you to upgrade or something like that if you start reaching that amount. But that's a key a key thing. So then you don't have to get an ex, another account, you know, multiple user accounts on on like Podbean or, or, um, or uh, Buzzsprout or, or, or wherever to have those additional ones. It doesn't cost anything extra to have those extra podcasts. Now that, uh, sorry to interrupt you, that will make me switch. You know, like, let's just say I would have known that uh, six months ago, I would have switched. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's interesting that, you, you know, I like to talk people like, like you because like sometimes people don't see those little details and sometimes it could mean a lot, right? Like for me, a high end uh, picture means the world to me and things like that mm -hmm. way means the world to me and that's why i don't mind paying extra but but that would make me uh, switch so that's pretty cool yeah and they also do maintain a stereo file too so the mp3s uh do sound better um in general on transistor than they do on on, on average on like Buzzsprout, for example, um, because they, 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 they'll maintain that stereo file. So your music will sound better. Um, if you do something like some kind of panning thing with two hosts, if you have one host on one ear, one host on the other ear, it'll maintain that for example and stuff too. So, uh, if you upload a stereo file anyways, um, and then uh, the one, the the two other things I do like about Transistor, I find that their interface overall is really easy to use. Super simple, super um, clear on how to use the whole system, the whole interface. And then uh, the last thing is uh, for someone like for a, a company like us who manages multiple podcasts. Uh, they have a, a, a an ability, a big button at the bottom of each podcast that says. Uh, transfer podcast ownership. And what's really cool about that is it, is it uh, allows us to be able to host a lot of our clients' podcasts under our accounts. And then if they, in the future, they decide to stop their podcast or or whatever, we can simply click that button and send it over to them so then they maintain um, ownership. And what that does is it keeps the, their costs down so they don't have to spend a, um, extra money on a uh, on a on a host, and then um, allows us to um, save some save our, our clients money without having to pay for an extra hosting cost. So um, th there's a lot of advantages for both for, for a production company like ourselves, but also for other people, especially if you're having multiple podcasts. 
Man, I think you should call them and see if you have a make a code for you every time they use your code. Get you something. <laughs> we have an affiliate account. Oh, we, we do. There you go. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say like, cause, cause you're making me want to switch already. I was like, do you like beer? I do. And now I can have great craft beer any time of the day, thanks to my friends at Hairless Dog Brewing. Hairless Dog Brewing are the first domestic U.S. 0% ABV craft beer brand with truly alcohol-free products. That means you can have a great craft beer any time of the day. I usually have the Citra Lager for lunch or the coffee stout with my waffles, but most of my friends and family like the IPA. I quit drinking about five years ago and I always looked for great non-alcoholic beers and I finally found them at Hairless Dog Brewing. So head over at drinkhairlessdog.com, that is drinkhairlessdog.com, and use my promo code De La Roca, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A, to receive 10% off your purchase. That is drinkhairlessdog.com, promo code De La Roca. Now, the, the real question and the sad question that uh, I had come up so many times is like, after my discussion, your discussion. Let me ask you this. Do people care? <laughs> like, it's... Uh, so, uh, again, uh, I pride for my podcast to sound okay. Uh, two years uh, ago was, like, top 10 from me doing it from a corner uh, place in my one-bedroom apartment. Now I, you could hear the echo, but there's nothing I could do with this big ceiling and that big emptiness that you see behind me. There's literally nothing I could do. And I was going to put myself in the closet, but I work from this studio too, so I need to see my son because I cannot be in the closet and him just, you know, breaking everything. And But unfortunately, what I noticed uh, lately, and I want to say a year, two years ago, that people don't care. People, like, uh, let's say, I want to say I listen to this. Uh, it's a sports podcast from a sports team. It has the logo, and I'm sure they're from the the sports team. It's a big football, uh, college football team. And, bro, it sounds horrible. But yet, for <laughs> what I see, for what they 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 uh, they say or or thing and I, I'm I'm pointing them out because there's a lot of people on social media saying they have like 20 million downloads and they sound like crap and maybe they do maybe they don't it's not for me to judge them but when it comes to a big college uh you know podcast it sounds like crap and a lot of people listen to it so my question to you is like do you do you think people really care and it makes me mad sometimes, and I still do it. I still care. I still want it to sound good. I still go and take 45 minutes to... So at the end of the day, is it really... Do you... For me, I do it. I care. I came out to this podcast saying thank you for being so wonderful looking, wonderful sounding. I do care, but let me ask you this, and you could ch chime in to Amber because this is a marketing thing too, right? Like, mm -hmm. do people care? Well, you know, I think that um, it just depends. So, like, 
if you're just starting out and you just want to see if podcasting is for you, I would say just do it with crappy audio and see if you like it. You know, don't spend all that money on fancy equipment to find out like, oh, I don't like talking or I, 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 I <laughs> ran out of words to say after like five minutes, you know. So, I mean, in the beginning, start out with your crappy equipment. It's okay. And then people, if you have good content, people will come to you, even if you don't sound the best. But as you develop your audience, I think you owe it to them to, you know, improve your quality. You want to be the expert in your field or you want to be known as an influencer. Well, influencers and experts in their field have good quality. I mean, it it just shows. And so um, the sports team that you had uh, mentioned, you know, they already had a following because they're a sports team. So they don't really need the high quality because everyone knows who they are. So they're going to look them up and they're going to listen to them because they like sports or whatever. But I mean, it comes to a point where they should, you know, upgrade their stuff if they really are that big sports team. Like they should do that. I I believe that they should, um, you know, eventually get to that point where they have higher quality things so that people aren't like, wait, is this really that team? I don't know. It sounds really crappy, yeah. like you know, type thing. I I think it also kind of depends on like what's your definition of 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 like how how crappy is crappy, sure, and how good is good, and like you know I I. I think a lot of audiophiles will c- kind of cringe at this and stuff, but I think the the uh, average the the average person I don't know if they'll really cue um, in on the difference between like using a nice Shure microphone and then using some like a like a like a yeah, they'll they'll notice the difference between like a laptop microphone using something like that uh, versus versus this, but then doing going from a, like a nice Shure microphone down to uh, like a $40 mic you got off of Amazon or something like that. Um, and I, I think the, 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 the single most important thing is, can people understand what you're saying? Do you have distractions? You know, if there's distractions or there's lots of noise going on in the background, that will, could be very detrimental because now people might not be like, okay, I don't want to listen to this guy because I can't like it's, there's too much distractions going on. Um, but, um, and it does. It it it, it kind of irks me too. And I'm just like, ah, oh, like you sure you don't want to upgrade your microphone? But at the same time, I, I I understand it. It can be a lot with a lot of gear and a lot of stuff. It could get complicated with with certain mics. You got to sit in the right position if 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 someone's not uh, not um, not used to talking in a microphone, they might want to move around more and they'll they'll forget about the mic and they'll forget <laughs> that they're not getting picked up really well. And that happens sometimes. You know, it's like you have to use the equipment. Uh, properly and and so I I don't necessarily always suggest a, a sure microphone like this because you got to stay right in front of the mic otherwise it'll drop off pretty quick and then you won't be able to you know you won't um, uh, people won't be able to be able to be able to hear you or understand you or it could be distracting so it's um, it, it's it's you know it can be cringy for a lot of audio people you know a big part of it too might be your audience as well too sure. so depending on who's listening if if your audience is a bunch of audio files they'll probably be really irked if your audio does not sound absolutely perfect <laughs> versus someone else who whether maybe like we work with a lot of sales coaches and, and in that case they're they're like i just need to know, know the content i don't really care if the audio is perfect and stuff too so as long as you can understand the person i think that's the, the single most important thing with that said if you have um you know 20 million followers a ton of listeners yeah, step your audio up. You know, you should be able to at that point, you know, hire somebody to at least at the very minimum, you know, set set up your office up in, in a nice systematic way that you can hit record and it records really um, 
it's very easy for you to do it yourself, that sort of thing. So, and if they want to step your audio, they could contact you guys. Diffmix Productions. Diffmix. Yeah, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> exactly. We make it very, very, very simple. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, I care. Uh, it, yeah. and I will care. And then, um, I started my podcast to promote a book, the book, like my, my partner says, uh, and he says it jokingly, but now I have it on recording and, in, um, my son is using my iPad, so th- I don't have my sound bites here, but, um, uh, he says that the book sucked, but the podcast stayed right. Uh, <laughs> and it's kind of <laughs> true. Uh, but I do pride myself in, uh, the other podcasts I started, uh, it was one of those transitions where I told everybody about the podcast and because it's a niche podcast, it's a, as a parent podcasting and it's about dads being, uh, dads who didn't have a dad growing up. So it's very niche. And then, um, so that podcast is started hot. Then of course came down and now you kind of balanced already. Right. So, uh, we have a good audience, uh, and things like that. But I do care. But at the end of the day, I always tell people, I don't care if one person hears me. And if one person hears me, uh, I do, you know, care what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. I like good sounding, so I don't mind, you know, putting some extra money. And like you said, it's expensive and things like that. But, yeah, to point it out, like, I'm listening to uh, X and X podcast about X and X uh, football team and... Uh, you're doing it through your phone and you're interviewing some somebody through your phone. Ah, come mm-hmm. on, bro. Like, there's <laughs> no way. If I could do it, you guys could do it. And if not, they could call who? <laughs> Diffmix Productions. Diffmix Productions. <laughs> 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 you know, and with that said, actually, too, you know, you need to be happy with how you sound as well, too. That, yeah. that, I think that's super important. Like, if, if you're, because if you're, if, if you don't like the way your podcast sounds like, I mean, I say like, it's, it, you know, it, it's not, it doesn't matter all that much, but if you're still like, I like, I, I I'm not happy with how I'm sounding, then yeah, fix and, and get it sounding to how you're really happy with it. So, because that, that, I think that's going to really have a huge impact on how you present yourself when you're talking, how, um, how, um, how how well you communicate if you know that you're sounding really good to your audience and that you're happy with that uh i think that's that that's going to really help with your your own personality on on the show too so uh you know i guess kind of you know go at go at your own pace but there are like little things to do that can be um that are small things that that go a long way like wearing headphones a lot of people don't wear headphones (laughs) I, i find and um and you no, know, that that's that that uh, just wearing even little earbuds goes a long way because then the computer doesn't have to cancel out the audio from the from the laptop or from the computer or whatever feedbacking into the microphone. So little things like that go a really really long ways, and uh, virtually everybody has you know at least a tiny little earbud. You know, it doesn't need to be anything expensive, five bucks, whatever, just to put in your ears so that way you can listen that way. It goes a long ways. I just describe a. a- couple of people that i know uh and if they're listening you know who you are uh uh because uh you know i'm i'm here to help people so if anybody has questions i'm here if they want to know how to why do i go uh, from my mixer to my sound card instead of doing the opposite and because i go from i go everything to the mixer and the mixer i put uh the outputs i put it straight to the sound card and sound card is straight to the the computer 
So it cleans everything and I have control of the audio. So for example, I have control of the audio, everything of my mixer. And then final uh, output, it goes through the, the sound card that will clean everything and put it into the computer. So, because usually people do it the opposite. They go uh, sound card to the mic, uh, the mic to the sound card, and then they put that into the into the mixer. And the mixer, they put it into the computer. I do the opposite because I like everything to be, I, I like to be everything in control and clean the final product, which is recording right now. But yeah, I was helping some of my friends and then, it, you're like describing to them because it's and they're my friends so i could talk shit about them uh like <laughs> you know i helped them with getting a good um usb audio technica uh, mic but they don't like to wear headphones so th- i could hear myself mm. tiny tiny and it's one of those things that you say that only audio freaks like us will hear it because uh-huh. I, I'll, I'll be talking and then I hear myself. And that's called feedback, people. And uh-huh. then I had to tell them, all right, can you please put headphones so I don't hear myself? Okay, okay. And then they'll be talking and then they get relaxed and they go from here to the end. And they're like, <laughs> hey, so yeah, man, I was doing that. And can you believe that? And then uh, because, you know, we do video too with them. So I always had to like show them like, hey, get closer to the mic. And they forget it. So they, and then that's the thing about, uh, you know, leveling is that I had to level them. And then when they come back, they be so strong. And uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to talk to. Uh, Have you used, there's a, there's a software called Levelator and it's a free software and it works great for just leveling out out your the um audio and just balancing everything uh, i think it was originally made for um i think it was a a, a a media guy that worked at a church that developed it i think and he he, he originally used it for Hallelujah. like like pastors like like speaking and you know pastors would get loud and then they get quiet that sort of thing and what it does it but um but it works great for podcasts too we've used it a couple times we, we uh but we we have other ways to to level stuff out but um it's a pretty killer system to use. It's called Levelator, and it's completely free. It's only uh, on Mac, isn't it? What's that? Is it just on Mac? Uh, no, I think it's for Mac and PC, actually. Um, we use Macs, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's for both. And um, you could basically just drop your file in that. It spits out of uh, another file. There's literally no settings. It's, you literally drag and drop the file. There's no control over what it does or anything. And um, it works pretty pretty great for balancing your audio out. Uh, so you don't have to admit necessarily that keyframe. A lot of people probably keyframe stuff to kind of, if someone, you know, uh, you know, moves back like I am right now and you can't hear me as well, and then they get closer like what you were just saying. Um, and it balances everything out better, um, so you don't have to do quite so much keyframing. So, uh, there you go. I'm learning. Thanks, man. <laughs> I like, uh, I love it. I love to learn. I love when people uh, share things. And uh, I mean, I go into the podcasting uh, group that I have on Facebook, but it's just like, uh, it's just, I'm. I have a, a love hate relationship with social media, and I think <laughs> that's one of the my mm-hmm. bigger issues because i i am a talker and sometimes i should just shut up and just you know let social media be social media and me not complain or anything like that but uh i think this podcast will benefit a lot of people uh in that group because uh you're dropping knowledge and uh i'm here for it like i said i may not be your follower or friend or whatever you want to call it and social media but if you email me with a question i'm here for you so if anybody's listening to this if i have any questions about podcasting about 
uh, well, the video production people is you, uh, and anything that Abu may have knowledge, anybody could reach out to me. It's like only because I don't follow you on social media, don't get all pissed. You know, I'm here for anybody who is who needs help, and that's what entrepreneurs do, right? That's what uh, uh, I wanted you guys to stop by because you're dropping knowledge. So somebody who is thinking about podcasting, you know, Amber said a great thing that uh, my friends has said. My friend who uh, I always talk about him. His name is Keith. Uh, Keith, good news. Uh, he actually uh, met him when I was working at a radio station. Then uh, he now has a podcasting network. He has two studios. He has a whole. He uses Spreaker. Uh, it's too expensive for me, but it's a good uh, platform for him. He has like twenty shows under his his network, and he has like three different uh, 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 channels. And he started from nothing, man. And this guy is doing it. And he started like you said, Amber. He just started on his phone because he mm -hmm. said, I didn't care. His mission was what he's doing right now. I'm so proud of him. But like you said, you know, if you want to start podcasting, try it out, right? Like just do it and see if you like listening to yourself. See if you actually could talk. See if you actually could make sense of a point that you're trying to do. See if people want to talk to you. And then maybe when, <laughs> once you become famous like you guys, nah, um, uh, <laughs> then start upgrading and make sure you contact. Defmix Productions. Defmix.com. <laughs> and then, you know, upgrade to uh, a better quality or ask them questions and stuff like that. But I do agree with you, Amber. And you said a great question because I tell people, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have a love for something, this is the United States of America where anybody could become somebody by doing something good, right? So somebody created this R2D2 and the model and the shape and everything is making a lot of millions of dollars, you know? Mm -hmm. So anybody could become something. So if you're an entrepreneur, start a podcasting, do videos, start with what you have. And once you start making money, you could upgrade things like that. So Amber, that's a really good, uh, uh, you know, thing that you said right there because it is true. Just start by doing something like, I started this because I, I needed therapy and I couldn't <laughs> afford going to a doctor. So speaking my feelings about fatherhood or whatever it is, it's it makes me feel good. And now having people like you guys, entrepreneurs that are doing things, creating things, helping people and stuff like that, it's just something that I always wanted to do. And whether I'm doing something behind the scenes or I'm actually telling people to help me out or if they need help, you know, I think we all need to share you know, or knowledge and tell people that just do it. Right, Amber? And then do you have any, like, any other marketing tips? Like, for example, like, the big marketing thing about me that I have for you, Amber, is that how do I figure out social media? Because I have a hate-love relationship with social media. And I'm a tiny little person. Not only I'm only five foot two, I look weird. And uh, even though I've been in the industry for such a long time, I have a lot of uh, big friends and everything. I started from the bottom, like literally from the bottom, like nobody. And the only way I could start pushing my things, uh, promoting is social media, right? But now everybody takes social media too seriously. And then I have an encounter where like, I don't know if I'm doing something wrong, I'm doing something right. Am I supposed to like follow everybody who follows me or do I need to scale back in my pushing things? 
or do I really need to share what my son is doing 24-7 to uh, have a listener? I mean, do you have any tips for somebody like me that is just trying to promote their podcasting and their stupid videos out there in, uh, in social media and actually doesn't like social media and doesn't take it too seriously? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I'm not a social media expert, but I do know that if you have a passion and you have a why and you make noise about what your why is and why you're passionate about what you do, you will attract your tribe. You'll attract people who will be drawn to you because of your content and because of the value that you're bringing. So, um, you know, make noise. Make noise on social media. There is no right or wrong way. Just consistency is key, I think. Whether you do it once a week, you do a live twice a week, whatever it is, make noise and people will be drawn to it. If you're really passionate about it and you sell you and your why, then people are going to be drawn to that. And there's no wrong way to do that. Oh, now you're why. That's pretty good. That's actually pretty good. I'm telling you, I'm learning here. Uh, <laughs> you guys are amazing. So you guys are a power, uh, power couple, right? Uh, that's why you said. Um, so can you just describe how, I guess, everything started and how you guys transitioned nowadays and helping people like me? Yeah, well, so I, I've been doing video production for about 12, uh, 12 years now. I'm, I'm 31. And so I started when I was 19, 20, just with like iMovie. And, um, you know, it, it's been a, uh, it wasn't just like we just started a company out of, out of nowhere. Amber and I, we, we, we've been together for about six years. We've been married for, uh, almost three now. And, um, um, you know, it, it was definitely a, 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 uh, a, learning experience, even just kind of figuring out like what we wanted to really do. Uh, I know when I first started, I was like, I want to be a video editor and that's what I want to do. I want to work at a studio and be a video editor. Worked at a news station for about um, six months and then just doing 30 hours a week. And I very quickly uh, learned that I am not very good at sitting for long hours at a computer editing. And and then I was, and actually I learned that even before that with doing like animations and after effects and that's, um, and, uh, or a, a motion and, and things like that. And, um, and I learned that where I'm okay. I, I need to do mul multiple things. I need to, um, uh, not, not do like one thing. And that's kind of where I kind of started going down the route of, do, you know, just, being like a freelancer and kind of uh, for a little while I was doing being like a jack of all trades, one person crew sort of thing. Yeah, I can film your thing. I can edit. And mm -hmm. then uh, when that started getting to, I was like, oh, I'm doing way too much now. I'm doing too many, too many things. Uh, that's when I started to zero in on, okay, how can I delegate this work? How could I hire somebody else to help me with this? Um, and then um, after um, I met uh, Amber, uh, and which, oddly enough, she was already do, uh, go, getting into like video production uh, or in in that industry uh, before we yeah uh, even met. Um, and when we met, um, you know what it, it was. Um, we just met like at a mutual friend's birthday party. Nothing, <laughs> no film or set or anything like that. Uh, but long story short, one thing I've I've found after meeting Amber is that she fills a lot of like areas that I tend to be pretty weak at. Uh, I'm pretty weak at being generally or, uh, organized uh, mm -hmm. on like 
productions or you know being time efficient we, we so a lot of the, the work that we do are like online courses and um, you know sometimes those take three four days um, to uh, shoot well doing that much content you know being efficient with with that is, is really really important and amber is really really good at um uh keeping on schedule keeping people on uh on uh on track with the with the with I'm the goal i'm just really good at being bossy that's, that, that's all he's saying <laughs> she's good at being bossy but not coming across as bossy like everyone just kind of accepts what she has to say and doesn't ask questions whereas you know if i i, I do that people will just start th- thinking i'm a i'm a I don't know if we can cuss on this or whatnot. Yeah. I think, I think I'm yeah. an asshole or whatever. Right. So, <laughs> um, and um, so she she's got that nail nailed. I mean, you can't you know you can't say no to that face. So, <laughs> and um, uh, uh, I totally lost my my train of thought. What was I? No, how she it compliments you better? Like, oh uh, yeah. So I I'm very good at technical stuff. So I love figuring out. Um, processes. I love, I, I'm kind of, sometimes I spend way too much time on this, but most of the time it does work out for the the better to help save time later on to like, if there's something tedious that uh, we're doing internally, um, or I see somebody else doing, doing something that's tedious, I suggest like, why don't we try it this way? Then you don't have to spend the two hours you're doing, doing this, you can spend 20 minutes doing it. Um, and it, like even, um, and um, like one of the systems that we use a lot is, is it's a editing software called um, Final Cut Pro 10. One, one of the things I, I do like about it is um, it, it ties in really well with Apple's uh, motion. And you can build like little small plugins, basically customized plugins that you can bring into uh, Final Cut. Well, one of the simplest ones that, 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 I, that I like, and this just kind of... Um, um, I had I had built this, and I even for, for a while forgot that I had built this because I just thought it was a, a thing built in, but it, I learned that it wasn't. Uh, it, it is a way to just like level footage out easily, just a little slider that just scales up, scales it up, and then levels. That, you know, if your tripod it was at a slight angle, you realize later like, oh, my tripod was at a slight angle. I was for a little while I was constantly fixing fixing stuff like that, and I was sick of like scale it up, rotate, and then. Um, but I, what I want to do is basically do the minimum amount of scaling on that, and so I built a little plugin just to easily do that. Um, that that's a of a, 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 a that's a smaller uh, a smaller thing. Uh, another uh, another thing in the, in that area is like building customized um, intro titles that are constantly changing. Um, actually, one one of our our podcast clients she puts her her content on YouTube as well, and she has an intro. And uh, her, she has a, a video intro that introduces her and, and what she does. And on that, she introduces her guests on there as like well, along with the title and the picture. Well, normally you'd have to bring that into like um, into uh, After Effects or or uh, and uh, some graphic uh, uh, program where you would uh, have to open that up and then um, sw- switch it out. Even if you're using uh, Premiere and you have the After Effects project file inside Premiere. Um, you uh, still would have to open up After Effects to be able to change that. Basically, what I did was I 
um, created the animation, uh, the all the stuff in motion, and then that basically turns into like a plugin inside Final Cut with just the stuff that I need to change on a regular basis. None of the background, none of the stuff that never changes, just the things that need to change, and it makes it really easy to to um, update things. So it's it's things like that that I I love figuring out. Uh, I love figuring out streamlined processes just to make the uh, tedious work less tedious i'm not a, I, I hate tedious work I'm, I'm not a fan of it at all um uh, there's certain things you just can't get around sometimes uh, but uh, i guess that's what for what uh assistant editors are for but <laughs> when you can't build something like that uh but i absolutely love streamlining stuff like that uh you should sell those plugins because you never know people might use them because uh, it's uh you know people who probably don't do editing it's yeah like you were saying i just found out about motion like a year ago and then mm -hmm. as soon as i of course i went to youtube and learned and then uh i bought it i didn't care about it was only 55 bucks i was like i need yeah. to get it it's just like uh, uh if people are listening uh if you're a mac and do youtube or any kind of video go get motion learn it it's so simple it's so useful and uh, you know, I started doing my YouTube channel a couple, um, like two years ago. And of course, again, started high and now nobody watches it, but who cares? Right? Like I stopped, but whatever. Uh, I know I need to do something, you know, I need to find my why and create noise. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, like you should sell those things because people understand how <laughs> um, it should be in your package, whatever you sell and stuff like that. What's up guys, Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am, and they only have one mission, for the beer men to look, feel, and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code De La Roca to get 10% off your order. That is De La Roca, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. And then how do you guys transition from a video company to a podcasting uh, company or production studio or things like that? Well, I mean, we've done video production for many, many, many years. And we started out doing, like, wedding films. And then we did, like, promotional videos. And then we did, like, event videos. And we just did all the videos, right? I mean, we come from a cinema background. So anything we do is going to look good. So, um, you know, we specialize now in online courses. And that's what we do really well. Uh, we really like doing that. And also, it kind of partners with the podcasting because, like, say a coach or like right now we have a client, he's a chef. So he already has an audience. And so he, because of COVID, well, he actually did this course before COVID, but he sold this course and, you know, he could start a podcast and just build a bigger audience and be able to sell that course through his podcast and just build a bigger audience with that. And, you know, we transitioned to podcast management because of COVID. Everyone didn't really want us to be going inside their offices, which they weren't there anyway. Everyone was at home during COVID. So, um, you know, 
we have a client that asked us like, hey, could you just manage this podcast for me? Is this something you could do? And we're like, yes. And it was so easy for us. Coming from video production, it was really simple. And so we're like, you know what? Podcasting is like a dream uh, in comparison to a lot of video. And you don't have to worry about video all the uh, the time. Like, oh, man, this these files are so much smaller. <laughs> We're used to like audio guys will be like, oh yeah, my audio files like was like four gigabytes. I'm like, four gigabytes. I record a video for an hour and I had I suddenly have a 200 gigabyte file and stuff. It's <laughs> I buy 12 terabyte hard drives. Yeah. So that transition was really really seamless for us to be able to do that. And, you know, it's kind of a different dynamic for us because with a video or a course, we would sell a package and, you know, get a big sum of money and then have, you know, have to wait a couple of months for our next video gig or whatever. And now this is more of a subscription model. So we're there for our clients every month. They have a podcast. Then we always suggest having at least one podcast a week, you know, coming out. And so we're there for them. They, we use a system called uh, riverside.fm. They just use that. It gets sent directly to us. They don't have to send us any file or anything. It's just directly into our cloud. We edit it, and we have a client portal that they can see the status of their episode, and they can just go on there and be like, oh, they're working on it. Oh, it's completed. And then they can go and see. They can download their finished episode from our web software. And uh, we just handle everything from recording to editing to scheduling to creating your intros. We even offer our own music. We have a subscription with Artlist.io. So all our clients have access to all those songs. If they want to switch up their intro song, they could just pick one on there and it's theirs. So we just like to make everything very streamlined and simple for, for all of our clients. Now, what you guys need to do next is start a course of your own and yeah. teach people how to do what you do yeah that's that's actually in the works ah, yeah. yes. yep. that, yes. that is in the works um and um uh as well as like selling so selling the uh the plugins i'm trying to figure out like the platform there's actually a couple you know there's one thing i i sold a, i actually just put up for free like years ago and it's gotten like a thousand a couple thousand downloads or something like that it just downloads from my box account and um that was a a a plugin because uh, well it actually has it now but at the time Final Cut didn't have a uh, have a a way to like compare when you're doing color grading in and 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 this isn't really so much pertained for podcasting you probably won't need to do much a whole lot of color grading but when you're when you're color grading different shots you usually want stuff to match um, fairly well from shot to shot and there was no plugin to do um, to compare uh the next shot to the previous shot in in um in an easy in an easy way so like premiere has that feature davinci resolve has that feature um but final cut for some reason didn't it does now but at the time it didn't and so i basically built a little plugin that just basically you you put it on top of the files and then it will just display the 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 previous um Thing and then uh, the previous clip along with the later clips so that way you can just compare them easily in one shot just so that way you can see that they versus having to skim back and forth and seeing the different shots and seeing that they look uh, if they look the same or whatnot. Um, that was years ago but should have put it 99 cents I know I'd have a thousand bucks or so I know I, th- I thought it I was like man I should have sold that but I don't know um, it, it was just went up on like fcp.com io or dot com or whatever the website is um i just had had thrown it up 
But uh, it's yeah. your gift to the community. Yeah, it's, it's my it's my gift to the community. <laughs> uh, my gift to the community my is this is this weird face for everybody to look at it, make fun of it. Uh, but uh, so if like you're talking about clients and people who do courses, can anybody who is listening wants to start a podcast contact you guys? Yeah, I mean, the, really, the 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 best ways is through our our website, uh, which is www.diffmix.com. Uh, on there, there's like a schedule. Uh, we have a, uh, a scheduler on there. Uh, that's generally the the um, for the most part the best way. If the, if anything changes in the future, that it's always going to be there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but what I mean, like, so anybody could just contact you, right? Oh yeah. It doesn't oh, have yeah. to. Oh, yeah, totally. It doesn't have to be like uh, like uh, you know a lawyer who has. Uh, wants to do classes about how to sue people and things like that, right? So it's just be <laughs> Mr. Jose de la Roca uh, trying to be somebody and says, oh, I need to learn about podcasting. I need help. And they, they could contact you guys, right? Just like that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. Anybody. Um, we also actually have a Facebook group um, of our own. It's called Purposeful Podcasting Dash Equipping for Success. And it's all about just giving people tools and valuable information on how to start a podcast or just streamline the one you already have. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and then final thoughts. Um, any, I always, I, you guys have done amazing things, but I think you touched in this that you, you were at a company and you just didn't want to sit down for 30 minutes, right? I uh, I have discovered that I'm a doer and I've been to so many companies, big, small companies where uh, I end up having a one job title and when I come out, I have like seven and uh, because uh, they're like, can you do this? And I'm like, of course I can do it. And then, uh, but my pay raise never goes up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I always felt that uh, I was better either creating something or building something. And uh, I worked for uh, USC and TuneIn who let me be me. I work from home. Uh, I do actually a better job by myself. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I don't like, uh, you know, a executive with a tie and a uh, bald head even though I'm bold, uh, <laughs> to tell me like how to, you know, do things and that I know how to do. So basically I became a entrepreneur, I guess. But do you guys have any like advice, anybody that is thinking about, Hey, I want to create a company or, Hey, I should start painting. Like, what do you guys, I mean, you guys are doing it. You guys have a wonderful company. You have great content, great advice and everything. Uh, any advice for anybody that wants to be in your shoes? Just do it. <laughs> just go for it I mean you want to be able to have some uh, foundational like you know information in order to start I mean so start as a um, sole proprietorship you know try it out see if it's something that you would like and then eventually you can move up from there um, but I know it's hard for some people who've lived on a regular paycheck you know to kind of cut the cord and do something on their own so I know some people start as like a side gig and as it gets big enough they make the you know make the cut and they go full force I know with the both of us we've had you know nine to five jobs and it's just not for us like I hated it I hated every minute of it and I was just like nope I need to do my own thing and Mm -hmm. you know what your first plan may not always work but you'll always find something different you know if you have that 
drive to be able to do it and to work for yourself. I mean, like you, you have seven different jobs. That's awesome. You know, you're, you're making it happen because you don't like to have anyone over you, right? You said seven different sources of income. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know specifically what that means and stuff, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, so uh, uh, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. No. Uh, so yeah. So I. Uh, that's what I was telling somebody that uh, somebody that I love that. Uh, one of the greatest things that I, I have is that I'm not afraid of failing. I have failed mm -hmm. so much in my life that it's just, okay, move on. Let's do something. So, for example, like uh, social media was a giant for me that I'm still trying to figure it out, but I'm doing a couple of things right. Uh, I started a podcast and tweaked a couple of things and it's doing well. Then I started another podcast. It wasn't for me. Then uh, um, the partner that I wanted, like, it wasn't committed. And so I decided to go the other way. Then I started to do something else and failed. So if anybody just, like, try something and it may be for them, but they fail, it's okay. It's okay. It's just get up. Like, if COVID has shows us is that as long as we have our health, everything is okay right? right so i always tell people like hey uh i'm the expert at failing i don't mind trying a uh, a different name on social media and people hate it i don't mind if people if i throw a video and doesn't have any likes i don't mind if uh, one time i had a podcast and nobody heard it i don't mind when i just thought a podcast sucked and it's the best podcast ever right like mm -hmm. it's one of those things that i prefer to have tried and died then that tried and, and died i at yeah. least i show my son uh, everything i do is for him uh i don't want to be rich i just want to have enough money for him to have a better future th uh than for him to have a better future than i had and for me to pay my medical bills when i'm old and i cannot walk <laughs> because i have big back pain uh and look uh i'm here for anybody that has questions uh I have done it all. Like I started, I wrote a book. It cost me $3,000 and now I know how to do it for free. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I built a podcast studio and then I, I actually knew what I was doing. So that was easy. But like you said, it's just go out there and do it. But the best thing that I have seen and something that I lacked, maybe because I was an immigrant, I didn't know if I was going to be here a year, two years. I'm a citizen, by the way, uh, now. Uh, <laughs> but um, I didn't know what I was. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know if I had a future. So the best advice that I tell anybody that is young is find out what you like and make it your job, right? Because it's like, if I always tell my nephew, don't be like me wasting my time, whether it's because I, I didn't know if I was here or I didn't know who I was, or I didn't know what I was good at and stuff like that. Find out what you like, what you're good at and make money out of it. Again, this is the best country in the world where you, if you're good at something and you like, you can make it into a career, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you know what? One thing, too, um, I think you're exactly right, that you can't be afraid to fail on things. There's there's actually, um, I, I just th thought of this, there's a there's a local bar near where we're at called Plan 9. And um, one time I asked the, the, the owner, they're like, why is it called Plan 9? And he said, because it was his ninth business plan. <laughs> 
because he had failed on the other eight for one reason or another. And so he just called it Plan 9, and he has a fantastic bar now. And so um, I don't know the story on all the other one, all the other businesses and stuff, too. But it's, it, 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 I, think, um, I, I think it's very rare for um, an an entrepreneur to that, that, you know, that is successful, that that was their very first thing that they did. You may not know their past and stuff too, on other things that they may have have tried, but I think that's a pretty rare thing where it's just like, Oh, I'm going to go out and do this one, this thing. And then they're super successful at it. And it was their first experience on being an entrepreneur. Um, most stories that I, I hear they uh, that uh, from a lot of really highly successful um, entrepreneurs, they have something that they've tried in the past. Uh, Russell Brunson, um, he's the he's the founder of uh, ClickFunnels. He's a multi-billionaire. Um, in in his thing, uh, he um, uh, I don't know bef- uh, much bef- before that, but like what he he did lots of. Um, uh, he would do lots of webinars and it took him nine months of doing webinars every single week before he made a single sale from ClickFunnels. Uh, we're talking about Russell Brunson, who's a multi-billionaire, multi-billionaire for, with, with, uh, with his software ClickFunnels. Uh, so even, even, you know, people like, like him, you know, have to kind of f- figure out what, what, what it is, what they need, need to do to, um, uh, get their business to at the success that they want it to be at. Um, so yeah, that's uh, one thing that I, I do. Uh, I'm, uh, sometimes I do understand I need to focus. And once is one thing that I tell my son that need, he needs to focus because I don't want him to be all over the place. Like I am mm, at the moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, at, like a year ago I was doing a million things, but I just wanted to see what hit, what didn't hit. Now I know that podcasting is something that I like something that uh, people listen. And let's put it this way. Uh, I do affiliate marketing like you guys did. And I didn't know what it was two years ago. And then I needed to uh, start making money out of the podcast, at least to pay the SoundCloud bill, right? So Mm -hmm. I started to figure out how do I do and how do I do this? And this is where my my, uh, radio background came in. So I saw affiliate marketing. I'm like, what is this? And they're like, I'm not. All right. Basically, I go to a company and be like, hey, if I make a sale, you give me a certain amount of, you know, of money. And I start, I said, what is what is happening to me right now at the moment? Uh, nobody uh, thinks uh, this, this and that. But people like my beard, even though I'm a, I'm an MC for for uh, pride events. So every time I will go to a pride event, uh you know, gay guys will always touch my beard. Every If I went outside, <laughs> men will be like, oh, that's a cool beard. So I started noticing that people were either attracted or it was a thing about conversations. So I hit up like 15 beard companies and be like, hey, I have a podcast. I've been doing it for two years. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. Of course, I didn't tell them that nobody was watching it, uh, but <laughs> things like that. So uh, I, I was like, and finally one person said, hey, uh, we don't care what you do as long as you make a sale. This is your code, and you know there it is. So I start trying it, and I've been making a lot of money for them, and okay money for me. And same thing goes with the uh, I, I have another affiliate with a beer company, beer, uh, not beer, mm-hmm. but uh, my son liked this uh, non-alcoholic beer that had a dog in it, 
and I tried it and I loved it and I hit him up and we had a good relationship and things like that. So, you know, do something that you like, knock on the door and keep doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, you know, it's it, it, it's it's funny because you would never have like th- thought of the beard thing um, unless, you know, it started like, hap- you know, started happening or people like got interest in um, in that. So you might find that there's, something you have that's about you that ties in uh, really well that maybe your audience uh, is um, um, attracted to you based off of that in your case like a, a, a facial feature but it could be something else it could be something with uh, personality that might tie in with some product um, um, that you also maybe use or on, on a regular on a regular basis as, w- uh, as well so yeah and last thought to anybody like I always tell people Hey, if I was able to write a book, you could too. If I was able to start a podcast, you could too. Uh, the difference between somebody who is not doing it or doesn't want to do it is just that I'm I'm okay by failing. And if it happens, happens. If not, we'll move on. And as long as my son is good and as long as I'm fine, we will be okay. Let me tell you about Peanut Crunch. These fake peanuts puffs are so delicious, my son and I cannot stop eating them. Seriously, we cannot stop. Peanut Crunch are a delicious and healthy peanut treat. They have the power of vegan peanut protein, rice, beans, and a wonderful crunch that keeps active kids and adults on the go. I came across Peanut Crunch when I was watching Shark Tank, and I just decided to help out a fellow Central American entrepreneur and buy his product. So I decided to get it. And when I got them, I found out how delicious these baked peanut puffs were. And I became hooked ever since. Go check them out at peanut.com. That is P-N-U-F-F.com. P-N-U-F-F.com. And use my promo code De La Roca and you will get 10% off your order. I'm telling you guys, I cannot stop eating this great baked peanut puffs. Peanut Crunch. P-N-U-F-F dot com. That is P-N-U-F-F dot com. Promo code De La Roca. Any last thoughts, guys? First of all, thank you very much. I learned so much from you guys. Any last mm-hmm. thoughts? Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks so much, Jose, for, for having us. Um, I think uh, uh, there's... a. Um, I see a, lo- a lot of people that are, you know, they're struggling. They, everyone has their own struggles in, in one area or another. Sometimes it's technical. Sometimes it's um, um, get um, getting in front of uh, in front of people, socializing, whatever it it might be. But I think the the main thing is just remember to um, what one thing that comes to mind is to uh, uh, fail forward. So you make, pro- which is a short way of saying, just always be um, improving and, and progressing uh, in, in whatever you're doing and kind of shift all, uh, along the way. But don't get too distracted. Don't get, you know, don't get shiny object syndrome where you're trying like 20 different business models all within a, a short year, short time. You got to give each thing uh, its 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 fair amount of, uh, uh, of time if it's not successful immediately. So... Yeah. And thank you so much. Uh, it's been a pleasure speaking with you and being on your podcast. And um, I'm just really happy for this opportunity. Thank you for stopping by and sharing the knowledge. I mean, you guys are dropping so many knowledge that I was out actually I'm like, where's my notepad? Because I'm going to hit you up <laughs> about uh, uh, the the 
equalizer and then the camera because uh, I need some of that info. Uh, where could people find you? Where should people like reach out to you? Where people could call you? Uh, best places is our uh, uh, our just our, our website www.diffmix.com. So d i f m i x dot com is the best place uh, to to get a hold of us. Thank you very much. I mean, it's a pleasure, and I'm glad you actually responded to that uh, group that I'm part of. And sometimes they don't like to um, my my comment, or they don't allow me to post this. I'm still trying to figure out social media. So if you follow me on social media and you, I'm not following you, don't get offended. It's just social media. Relax. <laughs> Until next time, my name is Jose Jose de la Roca, and you guys have been, listen, uh, have been listening to LApreneurs. You see, maybe people don't understand what I'm saying, and that's why they don't listen to this podcast. But one day, I will finally have a good English accent. Until next time, my name is Jose Jose de la Roca.